Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and we're in the season called Ordinary Time, the fourth week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it. In your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Genesis chapter 22. After these things God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the Mount of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I shall show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. He cut the wood for the burnt offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had showed him. On the third day Abraham looked up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham said to the young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. He himself carried the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked together. Isaac said to his father, Abraham, Father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, The wood... The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had showed him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up, and he saw a ram caught in the thicket by its thorn. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide, as it is said to on this day, On the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Volumes have been written exploring the depth and complexity of this passage. The story itself, however, is simple and clear and cruel. 
maybe what makes it so, maybe this is what makes it so deep and troubling and complex. We don't have time here in morning prayer to explore the many different paths of discussion that this story opens up for us. Maybe in some other place, in some other time, we'll have the chance to, to go down some of those trails. But at the same time, I also don't want to leave us in this story with the impression that God plays cruel games with us to test our faith and to see if we really do love God and trust God above all else. The teacher gives a test to draw out and to reveal what the student has learned, applied, and integrated into their life. It would be cruel and unjust to, touch a, to test a student on something that they do not know or have not been taught. So let's maybe for an instant assume that God is testing Abraham. But to draw out of Abraham and to reveal to Abraham and to us what he already knows about this God who has called him, chosen, and blessed him. The test is whether or not Abraham has truly come to know and trust that God will provide, that God is a God of mercy and love and the God who keeps God's promises. In this case, then, that God will provide the sacrifice that makes the sacrifice of his firstborn unnecessary. In this way, Abraham's faith is a faith in God's love and faithfulness that our story, our shock at this story also echoes. On reading this story, we recoil at the thought of being commanded to sacrifice our firstborn child. We are disturbed by the demand. This does not seem like the command of a God who came to visit Abraham and Sarah and so graciously promised and then gave them and fulfilled the child for Sarah. It sounds much more like a cruel child sacrifice offered to the gods of this world. Abraham trusts in the God who spoke to him and chose him and called him and now has blessed him with a child, a God who is gracious and merciful, abounding in steadfast love, a God who will provide the sacrifice, the God who redeems us as God's own children. There is a theme here that is part of a larger thread that runs through Scripture that reminds us that the Lord has claimed the firstborn as God's own. Woven into that thread is God's provision for the redemption of the firstborn from the death and his dedication to a life as a visible sign of God's grace, mercy, and steadfast love. Because all of us enjoy this life that comes to us as a gift from God. We live not by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And we live by faith in God, and not by our own powers, but by God's grace. As Christians, we cannot read this story without seeing Jesus everywhere. Jesus' death and resurrection for us seems written into the story from the very beginning. In God's love and mercy for us, God has provided the sacrifice, the Lamb that saves us and our children from the powers of sin and death. Jesus, the one and only Son, Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, Jesus, the firstborn from the dead, and now through the Holy Spirit, we have been given the faith that makes us whole and joins us to Christ. We do not have to sacrifice our children to appease the angry gods of this world. We only have to put our trust in the God that we already have come to know, the God revealed in all his glory in the death and resurrection of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
through your holy prophets who promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else do we thank God? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for our president, for our Congress, for those who serve in court, for our governor and state legislature, for all who serve at the local level. For people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for people who live in communities gripped by violence, for the sick, the mourning, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you now and forever. Amen.